Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Green Visor Guys podcast. We're coming at you with a lot of energy today. Uh, so much. Energy is from the market. Austin, do you want to do a market update? Ah, uh, yes, of wow. course I do. It is, ah, uh, it's a good day, people. I don't know about you, but I, I woke up this morning, the birds were chirping, my portfolio was green, and it was a good, good morning, people. <laughs> Market update, people. If you, I mean, obviously you know we are at four hundred and twenty-two billion seven hundred sixty-nine million and about five hundred thousand people. We made it. We made it over four hundred billion. That's. I mean, we've been posting about it. We've been talking about it. We said that's going to be it. Bitcoin is over nine thousand dollars, and not only that, but we broke past nine thousand. We're at nine thousand six hundred. We are going, people. We're going. Andrew, what are your thoughts? Oh, well, here's the thing. It's funny you say uh, the four, four million or billion because an hour and a half ago it was $432 billion, So I was going, wait a second. What the hell? Where'd, where'd my $10 billion go? But, yeah, of course, it's been very fun. I think we've, we've both done quite well in this little uh, uptick. Who would- I don't even know how I did well. I like last thing I know, I was investing in Verge, and then I moved my shit around, and then I made a lot of money. I don't understand. You crushed it. I mean, that's the nature, isn't it? I'm watching the volume of Bitcoin trading is through the roof. Um, The volume of crypto in general is very high. The market is making a lot of money on its own. We hope we're making a lot of money, people. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. We're moving. so yeah, like Andrew said, uh, welcome to Green Visor, guys. We're pretty hyped today on what's been going on. Uh, just to give you guys kind of a recap of what we do, uh, we think that uh, we don't really know what we're talking about, and we think that the market and everyone in it doesn't either. We think that this thing is the wild, wild west. We have no idea what's going to happen. That's what keeps us on our toes, and somehow we all come out with money, and I think that's a pretty fun uh, fun thing. So we can, you know, we try our best to predict it and kind of chew the fat and talk about it, but, uh, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, the market kind of does whatever it wants. Uh, so that's been fun. And so obviously we, you know, we are giving trading advice. We don't, please don't listen to us because somehow like we make money sometimes, but we also make some pretty stupid decisions as well. <laughs> uh, is that, is that accurate, Andrew? Yeah. I don't remember any of the stupid ones. I don't talk about them. I, I only talk about the wins. So I tried to get, so like in January, I was pretty bullish on Poet. If you guys don't know Poet, Poet's like a, yeah, it's a cryptocurrency. It's pretty cool. I really loved it. I, lo- I still love it. I love the idea. You know, it's, I think it's a cryptocurrency that does, uh, it kind of like helps writers and artists. Uh, I guess, how's, how would I put it? Um, like copyright their stuff. So like it's a blockchain format, whatever. And I bought in for 15 cents, and I think it's at like two cents right now. So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, we make mistakes. We totally blow it. But I also bought Ambrosis at, you know, 49 cents like seven days yeah, ago, and it's almost at 70. So who knows? Uh, yeah, that, but I was like, all luck. I just love the team, and I love what's going on over there. So shout out Ambrosis. Um, cool. So, uh, Andrew, the general trend of the market, how do you feel people are feeling? The sentiment's heavy, man. I mean – like we said last time, it feels like the December, January, it's really fun. It's I have Binance up all the time. I have Binance up in class. I'm talking to people about it again. I'm starting to sound over the top, a little bit crazy. We're talking all the time. I mean, the sentiment's really good. I think 
a lot part of that for me to trying to not go overboard is that there are institutional backers getting in there are groups that you've heard about for a long time in the regular finance market who are more than dipping their toes they're going in heavy um, or at least that's what the kind of the, the news of it is is that they're really getting into this they're starting trading desks they're uh, they're, they're getting involved and that all is really fun I'm starting to see crypto in the top news pretty much daily what yeah. about you what do you think yeah totally fuck yeah so I mean the, the, the way that I feel right now is I feel like we're on the ledge people uh -huh. um, I'm getting FOMO again which is awesome like I don't know if you guys either pulled out any money or like stopped looking at your portfolio um, but I'm back. I'm I'm I just ran out of data for the month. Uh, I have another like four days to go. <laughs> this is real real talk. Like, I'm being honest. Just ran out of data, so like my blood's boiling a little bit. I'm like clicking my portfolio and it's not refreshing, and that's kind of like kind of shitty. Uh, but yeah, like that's how much I'm into it. I my data's gone, so don't tell my wife. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, don't tell her. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing is like, I'm, I feel like we're on the ledge. I feel like it's December. I feel actually, so even more so, I feel like it's November. Like, like, I feel like it's like before the run, you know what I mean? Where we're starting to see these major gains. We're starting to see coins start to skyrocket again. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's freaking exciting, man. We love it. We love it. So hopefully it keeps uh, going. Hopefully I think the Bitcoin to 10,000, that number five digits feels, uh, Again, I say feels with a specific intent. I think that's a big deal. So hopefully yeah. we can get oh, there. Oh, hell yeah. Hopefully we can move. It's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. I mean, we're almost there today, right? We hit like 9,700 9, or whatever. It's only a matter of time. So we're stoked. Um, top 10 coins, right? We, we, we said that we would be breaking down one of the top 10 coins in each of our podcasts. Uh, and today is the big E, big Ethereum. Uh, and and kind of what that is, it is, I mean, man, it. It, oh, it's very new, right? Like, it, it's just started in 2015, so, you know, three years ago, uh, and it's been around a lot, you know, a lot shorter than Bitcoin, but, you know, has done, I would say, just as much or more for the crypto market. Um, basically, Ethereum launched in 2015. It's decentralized. It's a software platform uh, that enables smart contracts and uh, distributed applications. So, basically... Um, it like prevents fraud. Um, it creates a lot of control, and it is like I said, decentralized. So there's no third party that can come in and mess with it. And uh, a lot of a lot of these coins that you're, you're seeing um, are on the they're like a branch of Ethereum. Mm -hmm. So they're called ER twenty twenty coins. Uh, and so, I mean, man, that's Ethereum has done so so much for us. Um, Andrew, what are your thoughts on? Yeah, let me on give Ethereum. you a quick background on smart contracts. This is one of the things that really brought me into the into the sphere. Um, smart contracts, they're, they're, it's a, the idea is it's a self-executing contract where the terms of the agreement, right? So I'm going to buy something from Austin for X number of fiat or crypto. They're directly written into the lines of the code. And, uh, and so the, 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 the agreement exists on a decentralized blockchain network and it's the, there's parts of it where you can have escrow with, written within a smart contract. And so the reason I looked into it is a lot of what lawyers do, and I think I've said I'm a law student, a lot of what lawyers do are contracting work, getting two parties to agree on terms. And if you can use this, this self-executing contract possibility, I think, I mean, for business, the, the opportunities are endless. And, I, and, and Ethereum has been moving on this and been central to 
other coins being created, other blockchain um, technology. And yeah, they're they're. I mean, hey, makes sense that they're the number two coin. It's yeah, it's it's huge, man. Ethereum has done so much. Um, it's definitely one of the the major ones on the market that uh, you know people love to love, right? Like it's been you know a year ago, like a year ago, it was ninety bucks, seventy bucks, and now it's you know in the six hundreds. So man, such a such a huge coin has done so much for for the market, and uh, you know we we definitely love it. It's, it's a it's an intro coin, an intro coin, right? Would you call it an intro coin? to the market like if you're going to buy anything that's a good one to buy I think it's a really good one to buy and I also think that the future for Ethereum right now we look to Bitcoin very heavily but the future for Ethereum is possibly larger I mean the 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 the, uh, understanding behind the coin has a lot more use cases I think very specific use cases at least than Bitcoin and uh, it really is one of my favorite uh, coins in the industry I would I would also say that we give you a very cursory overview. Go do your own research. Learn about yep. it. It's fascinating. If you're interested in this, that's one of the first ones I would I would heavily learn about. It's super cool. And yeah, and last week we talked about or uh, yeah, last week we talked about Amazon and their AWS. They're using the Ethereum network as well. Um, and I mean, Andrew and I are looking to start a company, and uh, we're looking to to kind of use the Ethereum chain as well with the smart contracts. And so, um, super cool, man. Ethereum, we love you guys. Uh, it's it's an awesome coin that you definitely want to check out. So, 100%. Um, hey, man, so we do have a word from our sponsors today, you know, the people that keep the lights on. Uh, do you want to kind of talk about them, Andrew? So you have the information. I do, yeah. <laughs> um, the sponsors today are uh, the, the green, is this right, green visor guys? Uh, apparently oh, they have an awesome nice. podcast. And uh, they, they're super cool. They, they have an Instagram uh, and a Twitter and a Facebook, and it's at GreenVisorGuys. Uh, they post a lot of news. They kind of talk some shit, and it's a cool place to learn. So uh, definitely go check out uh, our sponsor today, the people who are keeping the lights on, the, the Green Visor guys. Uh, they sound pretty cool. So Exactly. All right, major news this week. So we are we are checking out the things that are going on that have gone on in the last few days, uh, and this is one that uh, Andrew, you know, hit me up about. He was pretty pretty passionate about it. He's like, "Dude, you have to check this out." And then after he was like, "Don't fucking check this out. It's terrible." So Andrew, tell us uh, tell us what your news of the week is and uh, what you think about it. You said the word angry wrong. I think you said passion is angry is what I was. All right, anger. So okay. I think a lot of people. If you're interested in crypto this week, you've seen Tim Draper in the news again making um, very aggressive arguments about what Bitcoin could be in terms of the history of, uh, of, of the world, essentially, how important it could be. Now, where that came from is a program called Intelligence Squared U.S. Debates. And Intelligence Squared... I am a huge fan of Intelligence Squared. I've been a huge fan for a very long time. As a general rule, it's a question put between four debaters, two on each team. It's a very academic setting. They'll ask, you know, uh, the, the most important questions of the day, things that people will disagree about. And the point is to have an academic debate that changes people's minds or gives you the facts behind them, right? So this question was, is Bitcoin, uh, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but is Bitcoin a bubble or is it, is it like, you know, a long-term future thing to hold? Now, it's, they did specifically ask about Bitcoin. 
They didn't ask about crypto. But the two debaters on the pro-crypto side were Tim Draper, who's a shit debater, <laughs> Didn't he, he say that there. Bitcoin was going to be two hundred and fifty thousand dollars? Same guy. He was oh. out there like a damn moon Lambo guy. No, no facts. Did, I have a question. Did he say yeah. the word moon at any point? No, he he didn't say the word moon, but he might. He implied the moon. Because, yeah, because uh, and, and yeah, it's just so frustrating. He just pretty much said, well, "I don't understand why anyone can't see why this is going to change the world." And you go, okay, well, then maybe you should tell us. And then he said, well, but you don't see it. And that's kind of what he said. The other guy who came out was a decent debater. His name was uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick, uh, Patrick Byrne. Byrne, right? Patrick Byrne, yeah. And he's, uh, he owns or he's the CEO of Overstock.com. He walked out and looked like a damn magician. <laughs> what? Like a damn, like a damn Did magician. Did he have a hat? Like, was it like a pointy no, hat? There was no hat, but... He wore, I mean, he looked, if you've seen Silicon Valley, he looked like Gavin Belson, which if you've, <laughs> if you've seen it, that's funny as hell. Because it's, it it, I don't, I haven't seen it. What is, is it, was there robes? Like, did he have a wand? What is the etiquette here? <laughs> he might have had a wand. It, did he, it was in his pocket. He was just, it, I thought he was happy to see me. I don't know. It must have been a wand. It looked like a, it looks like a classy business style kimono. Is that fair? So he wore an all black, very skin tight. I mean, he just looks like skin an Skin tight. Asshat. He's I don't know clearly. What else to say. How old is he? Wait, hold on. How old is this guy? 50s. And he's wearing a skin tight kimono? Skin tight's the wrong word. New styling. No, it you can like, it's like a little cold in there. You can, you know, I, oh man. It's just I mean, all walk, tight, all up in there. When they walked out, I just put my palm to my face and I was like, "We're, we're like, we're done. Fuck, we're fucked." If these are the, if these are the guys who are coming in defense, I just don't know how you land on on those two. Um, these two fuckers. So Let's do it. Thing. Let me go through a couple of things. The people they were debating against. One guy's name is Eric Posner, and he's, I mean, he's truly a prolific legal scholar. Very, um, he's a law and economics scholar. Very well known. I think he's one of the most cited uh, scholars in the country. And so, you know, v- you know, v- very smart guy. The other person was a tech journalist. I can't remember her name. I think her last name is, um, I wrote it down. Her last Obviously name is, wasn't uh, important. Is she Ted. didn't do much, apparently. Ted? No, she was, no, she was good. She was, a, she was a good debater. I mean, she her name was Ted? Before. Her last name was Tet. Oh, Jill- Tet. I think it was Jillian Tet. And I thought you good. said There's- Ted, and I was like, from <laughs> How I Met Your Mother? Like... <laughs> And, and and this kids is how I met Bitcoin. Like yeah, I don't know. exactly. I, so they were arguing against it. Now here's the thing: these debates I hold so dear because it's great academic discussion. For the most part, people come with the facts. They have an opinion. They come with the facts. They argue on those facts. Both teams came with straight ideology. Had very little. Um, in my opinion, po- had very little helpful input and, and completely missed both the best pros of Bitcoin or of crypto and the best cons. They just completely missed it. So this was in front of a group at the Adam Smith Foundation. Um, you can only imagine these people are... are I don't well, know what that is. Where is the Adam Smith Foundation? Adam Smith Foundation's in New York. It's a, you know, a pro-open markets. I don't think it's a think tank. I think it's just a, a, an academic group. 
And I think this specific argument was in front of, you know, young people. So that okay. was their audience, was young, um, intelligent, investment-minded people. And so let me, so let me ask you, so let me just, ask you, what would, what would have made people. this better? What would have mm. made this better? Like, what, what, were your, what are your thoughts on, like, how would you wanted okay. to have seen this debate go? Yeah. All right, so there's two th the first two things I would change were um, Tim Draper's got to go. He's, I, would, I, I don't even <laughs> Moon think he, Lambo. Be, he, he doesn't even get to be in the audience. He's, he oh, to fuck. Go home. You're like, well, you'll, you'll catch this on a pay-per-view, buddy. Yeah, go home. He has 30,000 Bitcoins. Maybe you trade a few of them, huh? Maybe you sell some, and we don't have to hear your shit anymore. Because <laughs> He's waiting for the out. 250 grand. Shut the fuck exactly. up. It's at, it's at 9,000. He's out. Second guy, um, um, Burns. Decent debater, but he came so heavy with the ideology of this is how we get the government off of your back, which hmm. there's an argument there, but it shouldn't be the central argument to why crypto, the whole sphere, is useful. I mean, I most people, I think there's point. a balance, right? And so here's my exactly. thing. Here's, he didn't come with any balance. And here's my thing. So here's what I would, hmm. I would like to see in these debates. And, and this is the debates not only that you know, people are having in academic settings, but also debates around the dinner table, right? Or when you tell your mom that you're, you know, you're, you're going to buy some Bitcoin or um, when I have to tell my wife that I drunkenly bought $400 worth of, worth of cryptocurrency the other night. I you mean, know, you after, that's what Tim Draper was up there doing. Like, you're well, that's, him. <laughs> shit you not, though. I mean, I like, like, you have to convince these people and not necessarily convince these people, but like, you have to tell these people why you're passionate about crypto and why, why you think it's a good idea. And I think the biggest thing, not only in these types of debates, but in any debates, is, man, have a freaking open mind, right? Yeah. Like, be okay with people disagreeing with you. And so that's my biggest thing, is, like, in this debate, I wish Tim Draper was like, yeah, I can see why you think this is sketchy. Or, you know, the, the opposite team, you know, whoever it was, I don't even remember their mm -hmm. names, but, you yeah, know, if they were... I, I mean, I'll say they actually... And, you know, I'm clearly pro-crypto, but they were a better group of debaters because they gave, they put the grounds that they're going to stand on um, very well defined and they, uh, they accepted some of the positives of crypto. Okay, so and yeah, Tim so that's Draper what I'm looking made, for. It almost made like personal attacks. It was yeah. really weak and it was, you know what it was? It was exactly what people think of crypto. Yeah, and that's why I was sketchiness, the, because the it, yeah. secrecy, yeah. And just, I mean, he didn't come with, he didn't come equipped with anything. He, fuck. He, you had really, one really, shot, really, really Tim. Bad. What the fuck, man? Yeah, it was really bad. And they usually get wonderful debaters who will change your minds on things that you consider fundamental. And that's really yeah. impressive. And this debate on both sides was not that. They, yeah. Can I give you one good argument from the opposing side? And what yeah. the, okay, so the one good argument they had, and, and I'd like to look into this more, was that, the fact that there's only a finite number of Bitcoins, and in general, crypto coins, they're only talking right. about Bitcoin, but generally, um, their argument was that that leads to a deflationary economy where if there's only a finite number and you want price to increase, you're going to wait until the price goes up to spend it. And in general, I think that's right. I mean, we quote unquote, I don't, not a fan of this, but we hodl because we want the price to increase. We don't engage in the possible market of using Bitcoin to buy goods. So Most can I push people, back for a second? No, please do. And I think there's a great pushback. But yeah, I mean, what, what about the dollar? With yeah, what about the fucking dollar, right? Like, yeah. it's the same thing for the dollar. So, you know what, like, 
right now, I, in, and I'm, like I said, I'm in San Diego. Right now in San Diego, I was looking to buy a house, and I was looking at, you know, one-bedroom, two-bedroom apartments, and they're $350,000, mm. right? And so why don't I just wait until, you know, whether that it's the housing market or whether it's the physical dollar um, becomes more inflationary, right? And then or deflationary and be like, okay, well, I don't want to pay $350,000, so I'm going to wait it out. There's so many reasons why I'm going to wait until I can get a better price. And so in the same way, I think the same could be said for Bitcoin. It's like, look, go ahead, yeah. uh, So I think his argument was slightly different. I mean, that's a good point, though, but his argument was more that because there's a Fed that controls the U.S. money supply, they can manipulate to some degree... The, the interest rate, which changes how much your money's worth. And so that was his argument. But I don't think it actually gets to the point that the problem with us ho- holding Bitcoin is that it's actually just not used for very much right now. And if it was used for a lot, uh, the price would increase on, on average, but it would also be used still. Because if we use yeah. it for a lot, there's going to be a use case for it, even if you think the price is going to go up. Um, but you can, I mean, you can, right? Like we talked about last week, the guy who bought like two pizzas with it. Now you, right. he's, he's probably dead now because he, you know, <laughs> hated himself because he yeah, brought, yeah. you know, he paid like 20,000 Bitcoins or whatever it was. Um, but, you know, like people are buying houses with Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Um, people, and, and I hate saying this, but people are buying drugs with Bitcoin, right? Like, yeah, for sure. and, and so, and, and the legality and the morality of it, let's put that aside. Obviously there's a use case. Right. Like, yeah, no, like no, I don't no. I don't care about the morality. I don't care about, you know, I do. But, you know, from a purely like logical standpoint, who cares? Right. Like there's a use case. People are using it to buy things. Yeah. yeah and I think that's the point is that the more that becomes the norm, maybe this deflationary argument goes away a little bit if it's being used and people are turning over their coin instead of just holding, um, you know, for for that increased value. But it was just, I mean, it was just miserable. As someone, I'm, and I'm not even, I'm not even an economist. But if you're an economist and you listen to that argument, specifically on the pro Bitcoin side, it must have just been so disappointing because yeah. the arguments they made were just, um, they were just so weak, and they okay. were so ideological. And that's not what. Well, give me, give me your, about. give me your like two cents. Give me your two cents on the debate, what you think we can take from it, and how we can improve. Man, my two cents are that I'm glad not that many people listen to Intelligence Squared because if that's who we're trotting out, Tim Draper, who says that this is going to be bigger than the Internet, the Renaissance, the um, um, Industrial Did he actually say that? He said all of that. And oh, so, you fucking idiot. Don't use. So, people, here's my rant. I have my rant of the day. Please don't please. use fucking stupid ass statements, right? Like, don't be like, it's the greatest thing ever. Like, when you use really, like, defined statements where you use all inclusive statements, like, you know, all of, you know, the people that invest in crypto are smart. That is not true, right? Like, that's dumb. Or saying all cryptos are scams. That's also not true. Like, don't use all of these all-inclusive statements because you're wrong, because nothing is all-inclusive. That's the end of my rant. Continue. Yeah, no, exactly. I think it just made it 
Well, so right. So you would, if he says that this is bigger than the internet, the industrial revolution, and the renaissance, the thing that takes off for me is, okay, so this is the biggest thing that will ever happen in your mind. And then the question is, all right, sell me on that. And then when the sell is, I don't understand why you don't already agree with me, it's such an easily invalidated argument with nothing behind it except for the fact that he has in the past made strong financial decisions for himself and the group of people who have invested with him. And that's great. I mean, good. good. But to have that be the standard bearer in front of a group of really smart people for this industry that I actually think, you know, has a lot to it, it was just yeah. so disappointing. Usually I'd be, I'd yell or not yell, but I'd be really mad right now, but I was just so disappointed. Like, ugh, just uh, like a parent. Okay. Well, let's, about. let's, let's get over this shit. Yeah, get over it. Ugh. Tim Draper. Just stop. Just really stop. What Figure your shit out, man. Sell some Bitcoin, go buy an Island and let the experts do their job. Okay. Dan Bilzerian, Dan fucking Bilzerian tweets about crypto. Um, Dan Bilzerian is this guy. I don't actually know what he does or where he got money from. He, um, he I got think he money plays from poker. His dad and he was a poker oh, did player, he? But okay, so he plays he poker. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how good he is at poker, but I see him playing poker sometimes. He has a great fucking beard. Uh, I have a beard. This is Austin. I have a beard. Yeah. He has a beard, so we connect on that level. But that's kind of where it ends. Um, he likes to shoot guns, which is cool. I'm all about that. He has like missiles and tanks and stuff like that. He also always like occupies them with strippers, which is really interesting. Like he always has like, he's like, so he's Instagram famous. So he's like the, the Instagram famous guy. He's one of the first people to become Instagram famous. And the reason why is because he has topless chicks with him all the time. But then it kind of came out that like, they were paid to be there. Like, it wasn't like he had like all these friends who were like, Hey, I'm just going to take my top off because, you know, we all have those friends. But it's like, and I don't, by the way, um, Maddie, my wife, if you're listening to this, I don't have any friends like that. But, you know, this guy pays strippers to, like, come on his boat or shoot guns or whatever, and he posts them on Instagram, and that's kind of how he got famous. So he has, like, multi-multi-million followers. Um, yeah, I don't really know what Dan Bozerian actually does um, other than, like, grenade launchers and strippers. Um, but he's Instagram he's famous. Yeah. He is. And also he like messes around with cards. Kinda. Um, so he has multi, multi million followers on Instagram, on Twitter, on all this stuff. And he uh, tweeted, you know, the other day, and I think yesterday, uh, and we're recording this on Tuesday, so Monday. Uh, and he said, all right, it's time to buy back into crypto. Or it's like time to get back into crypto. Uh, what does that mean for a, a multi-million, you know, that's a multi-million people reach. What are your thoughts on that, Andrew? It's, well, yeah, actually, you know what, that's, when you put it that way, it's actually not bad. I mean, that's, I think it's 23 million followers, I just looked, so that's a lot of people. It very much feels like John, John McAfee 2.0. And oh, I think they kind of live, like, similar. <laughs> the like legend, John McAfee. Dude, so, like, yeah, real talk, I don't like John McAfee. He's a total fucking bum. No, he, he will yeah, we know he got paid 110 grand per tweet. That's just right. Be upfront. However, like you're a gangster though. Like uh, you're you're an idiot because you got caught, right? Like if if people like got that in whatever, but like you created a security software that bugs the shit out of me every like 90 days to update, 
and I say, fuck you, go away for 90 days, and then you come back, whatever. Like, so his name's out there. I didn't know who he actually was until he started shit-talking crypto. I, mean, I guess not shit-talking, but, like, essentially just fucking up the market. Um, Dude, he was yeah. on the run for, uh, in Belize and Guatemala for a period the of time. fuck? Which, yeah, From who? I mean, who cares enough to, like, go after him? I believe our good friends the United States government were going after him. Wow. Um, yeah, we okay. finally okay. did okay. some gotta, congratulations to the government. He's got a heck of a pass. Okay, well... <laughs> So Dan Bazarian slash John McAfee. I don't, I don't think – see, Dan, I feel like Dan's different. Dan somehow has money, uh, so he's not like he, – I, I feel like this isn't shilling any coins. It's not like he's telling you to buy a specific coin. I think he was just observing the market, and he was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's time. Like, pick, like Bitcoin and crypto is coming back. Um, and I, what do you think of – I mean, are celebrities good for crypto? What do you think? Are celebrities good for crypto? Well, when they have 23 million followers, I mean, let's get more money in the market. I think that's good. Get the, get the information out. A couple podcasts ago, we were talking about how ads work and how we've seen billboards and stuff. That's a billboard seen by 23 million people, right? And people right. that follow him are probably um, <laughs> of the intellectual level to just follow him. But anyway, yeah. yeah um, no, I'm, I'm mostly kidding. Uh, but that's good. Mostly. Yeah, that's fine. Who do cool. You think, okay. Who, all right. Yeah. Who's the best celebrity for you to endorse crypto? Who would be the best person? Uh, the best one. Morgan Freeman. He's just such oh, a gangster. Like very he's good. he's played God a couple of times, which is awesome. Yeah, and yeah. he also has the voice of like an angel. Um, and you know he like he was in Shawshank Redemption. Like he's escaped prison. I think the next step is Bitcoin. Right, like I feel like the next step is like cryptocurrency. He's he's tired of you know the system, and so he's like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Ethereum, and you know <laughs> I'd like to think that the last that's a, thing that's that a went really through good commercial, yeah, I could yeah, I mean like he's like breaking out of prison. He's like now, you know, let's get oh busy living gosh. or get busy dying, you know, like yeah. whatever. And that was probably the worst, um, you know. Was, oh, that was supposed to be him. Yeah, that was supposed no. to be him. <laughs> no, you just set the podcast back. Oh, I'm really sorry. Morgan, but, that's oh Morgan. God. He actually came on. He was next to me. He was he was right next to me. I just asked him to do that one thing. So wow. it, that was actually him. So uh, he's thanks. actually he, now he's a celebrity endorser. Thanks, good. Morgan. Good. Appreciate yeah. it, buddy. I actually yeah. thought he did invest cryptocurrency, but apparently he did not. I think other people thought the oh, same right, idea right, of like, right, what right. if we fucking had Morgan Freeman? It's not true. He has never endorsed crypto. But Morgan Freeman. Yeah, soon. Soon. Morgan Freeman, if you'd like to endorse cryptocurrency, Come on the make your way downtown. Yeah. Also, I did invite Dan Bilzerian to be on the podcast. He did not reply. So yeah, I didn't think so. Ping him. You know, bump him. Be like, hey, Dan Bilzerian, I heard you weren't on Green Visor, guys. All right, Andrew, who, if you could pick any celebrity to endorse right. cryptocurrency, right. who would this it be and why? Got. This is what I've got. I've got Flavor Flav. Wearing Flave a flave. Wait, wait, what kind of clock? A Bitcoin clock. What does that do? No, it just says, it says Bitcoin in the background of the clock. What if it like what if <laughs> it like tracked it though? <laughs> what if it like tracked the Bitcoin market? It was like I don't okay, know. That's, that's a dumb way probably. That's We're exactly way farther down. Be. We're going down a rabbit hole here. That's hilarious. Flave of flave. Like in the same commercial with Mitt Romney. <laughs> How funny would that be? It's just and, such and, a contrast. 
and you're like, we both don't agree on a lot of things, and <laughs> yeah, one of us exactly. is way fresher than the other, and the other is oh, a rapper. Man. But you know, <laughs> I, like buy I, buy Bitcoin? Question mark. I don't know. Essentially, yeah. Flavor, flavor. Exactly, I would love to see that Mitt Romney. And he would have like a real time tracker to be to like Bitcoin. You know what I mean? He like gives you a real time market update. Like a TV show where they're best friends. And yeah, and they, they, they like, like go through these and, shenanigans, yeah. but they always end up like on the computer buying like Ripple, and you're like, ah, you dogs, getting we've back really, into trouble. We've really gone off the rails here. We have. All right, let's move on. Um, so <laughs> one third of Brits. So there was a there was a um, there was a study done about one third of the people in the UK think that cryptocurrency. So let's let's break this down. Cryptocurrency. <laughs> refers to funeral finances. Yeah. Like crypto, like the crypt, and then currency, like currency. It refers to funeral finances. One third of Brits thought that that's what it was. What the actual fuck? What is happening? All right, so I got a couple points. One, I have no idea if this is a legitimate poll, um, but that doesn't matter because the it's outcome... good enough. Who on earth... Why, why would you ever even come to funeral finance just say you don't know what it is but anyway now here's the second point it's definitely more important i'm just i'm glad we split off i'm just here to say <laughs> wait wait split off from what split from, off from what from from england from england you're talking we're american years. by the way if you're, you're, you're questioning right. if you haven't gotten the independence over the podcast yeah, yet that's what it is thing. if there are canadians listening i don't know what you guys are doing they still have part you know the queen is still like their monarch just make the full split. I'm telling you. Make the split. Now, we believe in I you. We'll love support the UK you. Deeply. I love the UK deeply. I'm glad we're alone. I'm okay, glad. so my question is, what <laughs> the fuck are people in Britain own. doing over there? Like, what are they... At what point do you use a currency, like, purely for funerals? Like, death coin. Like, ah! Well, the uh, thing old, is crypto makes that available, right? There probably is, like, a death there coin. There probably is a death coin. <laughs> TM death coin, if, if it's not <laughs> yeah. there already. Yeah. Um, but you're like, you know what? Aunt, like, Aunt Meryl uh, died recently. Let's break out the death coins. Mm-hmm. Uh, also mm-hmm. blockchain-backed, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you're like, ah, it's, 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 you know, it's there. It's backed by the blockchain, so. So the, the next thing, though, I think it kind of, even if this is a kind of bullshit poll, that's fine. I think it speaks to maybe a bigger problem of just, you know, what we just talked about. We have Blazarian tweeting it out. Maybe that gets the word out. But how do we get more interest, more adoption that isn't, you know, Tim Draper-based into uh, the sphere? How do we do that? What, do you have any ideas of how, how people can do that or how the sphere in general can get I think, more honestly, interest? I think it'll grow naturally just like uh, our independence did from, from the Brits. Oh, wow. And, you know, yeah, wow. I threw that out there. It really uh, happens like naturally. Um, I think so that... we're going to put a stamp tax on <laughs> We're going to throw a stamp tax on crypto, and, uh-huh. uh, you know, some shots are going to be fired in a plaza, and no one's going to uh, know who did it. Uh-huh, oh, uh-huh. that's super deep history. So, um, I think it'll happen naturally, honestly. I think... I don't know if it's an adoption issue or if it, you know, might be a um, common sense issue, and I don't, I don't want to say that to the Brits of, like, saying that they're dumb. But I think a lot of people might make that mistake. You know what I mean? Like, and, and not in a way where it's like, I feel like this poll is probably pretty biased, where it was like, oh, what is cryptocurrency? A digital currency or a death currency? And you're like, oh, the death currency. But uh, what I mean is like, man, the word cryptocurrency 
I think has has relatively become a household name in the United States. I think I think that most people know what cryptocurrency is. Most people, um, you know, it's water oh, cooler talk these days. Really? Okay. So where where do you think we're lacking on that? I just don't think. I mean, we're we're in a bit of a. Um, I mean, so all right. Here's an example. I'm at a good law school with educated people who are a lot of them are really interested in business and economics. And I talk to people all the time who have no actual idea what Bitcoin is, and they definitely don't even know the word cryptocurrency. But they know what Bitcoin is, is the thing. Like, so cryptocurrency aside, they know the word and they think it's um, a scam. Okay. And that's the problem. That's what I'm saying is that even if the, the bigger problem with the possibility of one third of people in the UK thinking that it refers to funeral finance is really just that we don't, the information isn't ubiquitous to the point that people just know, they either know what it is or don't even, you know, they know what it is, but they're not interested. Okay. I, just, I mean, I, I can, I I can see that. that. I think, I'm, uh, so granted, I'm also in California, and so that, I, I think it's very different here. Um, I work with yeah, a lot I mean, of high yeah, schoolers, yeah. And, <laughs> and like my high schoolers use it as like a joke, where they're like, oh, I, I made a bunch of money in Bitcoin, ha ha ha, and I'm like, oh shit, I did make a bunch I of money did, in Bitcoin, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't, I don't want to say it, because I'm like, oh, that's, like you're making fun of it, but in reality, like I did make a lot of money. Um, but you know what I mean? So I think it does depend on the general level of adoption to anything, right? Like, so you, you're, you're looking at, um, you know, the coasts, right? Any coast, anywhere, um, you know, obviously not in the UK, but like for, for the United States, like if you look at the coast, like the coasts adopt things really, like really well. Like they, they're very much um, very progressive and they, and they, you know, work hard to be at the front end of things. And so I think, yeah, maybe in Indiana, like people don't know what Bitcoin is, but out, out in San Diego, man, like everyone, everyone I talk to, you know, knows what Bitcoin is or, right. or cryptocurrency is or whatever. So, and then, so I think it depends on where it just you're works. at. Yeah, maybe it just works like everything else, right? Where Taylor Swift songs are going to catch the coast a little bit sooner, fashion trends, and then they... Well, she sucks now, but, you know... <clears throat> Yeah, no, I mean, that was just the, I, I have no, what's it called? No um, uh, pop culture knowledge, I mean, at all. Like, no. Yeah, we can tell. So, um, yeah. But no, she was good at one she point, you know. Now, huh? our, our song, you know, our song is a good song, but, you I know, mean, other than that, Taylor Swift. I like Shake It Off. Okay, no one else likes Shake It Off. That's just you. Listen, all right, good God. That's like your pump-up song, getting ready for the podcast. You're like, all right, here we go. I listen to it when I work out. It's so Oh, sad. God, don't yeah, say sorry. that. I'm sorry. Don't say that. You're so, he's lying, everyone. I love that song. We just lost all credibility. <laughs> yeah, everybody just said no. Everyone, everyone just turned off the podcast, so the remaining listener yeah. mom uh, will keep going. Yeah. All right, so oh, let's no, move on. I would turn that shit off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. Let's move on. Okay, so Binance uh, Dust to BNB is finally up. Holy hell, this is huge. And I think, honestly, more for like my OCD than anything else, if you guys use Binance, um, you guys have probably experienced this pain where you trade for a coin or you trade back from a coin, and there's certain parts of a coin that you can't trade. So, for example... Like, uh, if you have five Ethereum and they take taxes out or whatever, or like their, their service fees or whatever out, and you move it into like Ripple, right? And so then you have 0.000051 Ethereum left over that you couldn't trade, and you still have that as a balance. 
and then let's say you have however many Ripple, like 90 Ripple, right? And so then you have 90 Ripple, and then you trade Ripple back to Ethereum. There's a certain amount of Ripple that you can't change after, like, fees or whatever. So let's say you have 0. .00015 Ripple, and you can't trade that for anything. It's, like, just not enough. It doesn't, it doesn't um, like, reach doesn't the value. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't reach the value that you can trade, but it does show up. So you see it in your, like, library of... Uh, holdings and so for a while they had like a hide small asset button um, but now this thing came out today and it's dust to BNB and so basically it's taking all of that really 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 small amounts of uh, cryptocurrency and you can change all of that into Binance's crypto and then from there trade it back into um, Ethereum or whatever and so it's like consolidating everything holy hell I did it today I honestly thought it was going to be more, but it was just the most satisfying thing in the world. Have you have you seen this or had any, like do you know what I'm okay. talking about? Here's the thing, I didn't even know that's what it was, and now that's what it was. I'm stoked. I I those things, the small uh, .0059 of some nonsense coin that I traded three months once, ago. And you're I'm, like, shit. I'm, I'm about to do it. I'm and, clicking on it right now. And like, it, it's not even that. It's so it's it's yes, it's like it's great for you. It's not a lot of money because obviously all of those things wow. didn't reach like the trading part of it. So you're gonna be really disappointed when you get the total. But honestly, it's like sweeping away the past. Like those really fucking bad trades that you made. Like I I traded Etherlen, which is like oh, it's not even. Yes. Yeah, like <laughs> I traded I traded some stupid ass coins, and now I have like left of those stupid ass coins it's like a haunting memory of like haha remember the time you lost 40% you fucking idiot and I'm like oh yeah there it is that reminds me now that's gone this is great I right it's it. super I made, cool uh, I made uh, $10 wow how eight did you say eight dollars ten dollars ten whole dollars yeah. this is great wow great. yeah that's actually yeah no so you know what they I'm glad they did that. It tells you that they're listening to the um, to the consumer or to the people exchanging because I'm sure they get a lot of pissed off people saying I can't get my maybe a fifty bucks worth of yeah, excess yeah. coin, and that's actually moves the needle a little bit. You want that fifty yeah. bucks, so dude, Binance yeah, no, is on the move, man. That's awesome. Shout out Binance. Binance moving to Malta, right? They, Binance, dude. Binance is doing good things here. Good shit, they're Binance. Doing, they're doing all right. Yeah, I we like, appreciate you. I'm happy. I'm I'm happy to. All right, so let's move on to our um, our uh, Reddit comments of the week or Reddit comment of the week or comments or whatever. I know you have yes. both of them, Andrew. Yes. All right, so this is what we've got. I'm gonna read the comment that Tim made at the dumb because this a lot of people talking about this on uh, Reddit at the dumb uh, event. He said. This is bigger than the internet. It's bigger than the Iron Age, the Renaissance. It's bigger than the Industrial Revolution. This affects the entire world, and it's going to be affected in a faster and more prevalent way than you ever imagined. And he also said it was bigger than the internet. And uh, Bigger than the internet. You said that twice, but I think it, you should have. So. Oh, right. He said it first. Yeah, my fault. Um, 
Oh, no, I think you definitely should have said that twice because I feel like people are going to be like, did he fucking say the internet and he I mean, so first of all, this is such a useless point to be pissed about, but this motherfucker, the renaissance was ideas. It wasn't things. For the <laughs> you relax part. about the, ideas. you would pick the renaissance to be pissed about. Yeah, like, I'm I mean, like, he's, oh. Maybe he's talking the scientific <laughs> revolution, but no, that's just, he's just useless, uh, this guy. It's uh, useless. I'm so, you're such a nerd. You picked Let the it fucking be renaissance. Bigger than that and then talk about it historically. Don't you pick the renaissance. So mad. Like, out of everything, you picked that. Like the, well, because the renaissance is ideal. The iron, the iron Age. You picked that over the Iron Age, where people, like, started yeah, using tools and cool. shit. Fine. The Industrial Revolution, cool. where, like, things started to happen in the world, and we started seeing exponential growth. But you picked... The, okay, that's fine. We'll move on from that. Oh, I, oh, oh, wait. You heard it here first. I think the renaissance is more important. Oh, uh, shut up. We're not getting into scientific this. revolution? No. Okay, fine. But no. anyway, you, but you know what we can agree on? Fucking Tim Bitcoin Draper's so a fucking far, idiot. He has no idea <laughs> if it's going to be bigger. Tim Draper. Oh, Tim Draper. Right. Come on, buddy. Save yourself some, save yourself some pride. Yeah. Step back. What's enjoy your Bitcoins. And go enjoy your enjoy life. your Bitcoin, man. Do it. Yeah, do your dude, thing. You. But just it's shut up. Seriously. Million. You're you're right, making a you're giving one. us a bad name. Alright, give me the other one. Reddit predictor says Bitcoin will hit a hundred K by the end of the year. And the first back comment <laughs> the first comment if it's by Ball is Life twenty three twenty three. Sounds legit. Um, yeah, sure. That's good. <laughs> Sounds uh, like a uh, accredited source. If bi- yeah, right. If Bitcoin hits 100k by the end of the year, I will eat my dick live on television. <laughs> no salt either. Which oh. I mean, so people all the people did, you know, remind me 29 Remind me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh and, uh, boy. Look, I don't so, actually want to see him eat his dick, but I'd, I, it's funny. Ah. <laughs> So my whole thing, so in our, no, that's, that's like some, some fucked up shit. But here's my thing is I would have probably bet the same thing that Ripple would not go to $3 in December, right? Like there was, we, we did a whole thing. Like we did a whole posting and everyone in, in the subreddit for Ripple, we were like, what is it going to be at Christmas? And everyone was like, I thought it was smart as shit. I was like 70, it was at 20 cents. I was like, it's going to be 75 cents. And I was like, if it's 75 cents, I'm going to lose my shit. Like uh-huh. it's so that's a triple, right? That's a triple on your investment. And we, we were pretty heavy into ripple. And then all of a sudden it's up at like $3 and I would have probably bet anything that it wouldn't be there. And so my whole point is it's the fucking wild west, right? We have no, that's our whole podcast is we have no idea what it could actually be like. So this guy might end up eating his dick. Is my whole thing. <laughs> I mean, he. Oh, yeah. I think the. Well, no, he might not end up eating his dick. What if it does get to 100k? How crazy would that be? But, well, that's what I'm saying. I, I'm pretty sure, like, he has to at that point, yeah, right? Exactly. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, he's he's it. gonna have to do it, and it's you know, I I'm gonna throw a remind me on there as well because who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm re- I remember the uh, that ripple when you talk about that. We thought it was gonna get to five dollars in five years. That's oh yeah. Prevailing oh yeah. Five bucks in five years, and we'd be very happy. And it Stoked. hit three sixty-eight was the high. And yeah. I just, yeah. It was. And such yeah, I point. wouldn't have bet anything. Like there was, there was nothing I wouldn't have bet that that wouldn't happen. So yeah. it's the wild west, people. Just deal with it. Okay. 
General, General Ponderings, as we're wrapping up the podcast for this uh, this awesome Tuesday slash Wednesday when we release this, General Ponderings. Here's my thing, right? So we have an Instagram at Green Visor Guys, as you heard from our very awesome sponsors, Green Visor Guys, right? And we follow a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people follow us, and the majority of our followers like hit me up in the messages, and they're like, "Hey." And as soon as they say, hey, I'm like, you want to scam me. Like, this is, a, this is not right. You know, like, no one just is like, hey. It's like, it's like the multi-level marketing thing where people are, like, scamming you, and it's like an old friend from, like, middle school you haven't talked to in years. And they're like, hey, how are you doing? And like, I don't want your verb. Like, I don't yeah, want to be a yeah, part yeah, of your, yeah. your multi-level marketing scheme. Like, stop no, it. No, it's not, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's, I, no, and he's like, I, mean, and he's like, I have a... It's a pyramid scheme, but it's not. Like, it's, he's like, I have a business opportunity for you. Yeah, that's my yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's how I feel. But a majority of our followers are, like, accounts that are selling crypto advice or selling, like, crypto swag or selling... Like, I feel like everyone's selling something, and I feel like everyone who is involved in crypto, at least on Instagram, has an agenda. Um, what are your, like, what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you feel like there's a real market of educated consumers out there of crypto that want to learn more? Okay. Well, here's my first thought. It's kind of meta. When you said that, I thought, huh, are we part of that? And I, yes. I think we, I think we are, but so we are, but I think in a not. different way where, where we're not like trying to, like, hey, send me one Bitcoin and I'll send you five <laughs> Bitcoins. Like, I get that all the time. Like, on Instagram, like, I run our Instagram all the time. People are like, oh, do you need help investing your your Bitcoin? And I'm like, no, shut the fuck up, dude. Stop trying to take my Bitcoin. Um, and so that's my thing is, like, yes, I mean, we're part of the crypto market. But I think our goal isn't to scam people. Our goal isn't to, to sell oh, anything. Like, our, we're just, our goal. we're kind of just fucking around a little bit. Yeah, we're. I mean, yeah, we're. I, I think it's a really good way to put not it. Selling anything. We're clearly not. Not selling advice. We've told you um, multiple times. Don't fucking listen to us. Yeah. So, are there smart people? Yeah, for sure. But it's just if you take a subset of society in general, there's a lot of people trying to scam people, and I think Bitcoin or crypto in general is a low-hanging fruit for scams right now. I mean, yeah. there's been a lot of scams. There just has been a lot. There's been a lot of people lying. There's been a lot of um, people making false claims about their coin, just all of that stuff. And hopefully yeah. it goes away, and with them goes away the people on Instagram trying to sell advice because you just don't have any. I'm sorry. If you had advice that was worth purchasing, you would be doing it for people not on Instagram. Right. <laughs> You'd be yeah, doing exactly. it for, for investors who are paying you um, because you actually dollars. have reason yeah. to know something. And yep. All right. Well, I mean, I don't know. people, stop hitting us up on Instagram to take our Bitcoin. Stop trying to scam us. Yeah. We're on to you. Wait, all right. You know what we should do? We should what? we should do one and talk about it on the podcast. Like not oh. give them a Bitcoin. We should actually Are do you that. That's funny. That's wait. We should we should do what we should. Do, I hope you're not saying we, we should, should scam do people. A scam. No, that is not no, what no, we like say. A, like a cheap SEC, we're not saying that we're doing a scam. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying if a scammer hits us up, we should we should go and say, oh, yeah, we'll do your scam. And then after, 
try and like interview. We just troll them? them. See if we can no, get I them mean, on dude, an like, interview. Go aggressively like <laughs> journalists on them. Well, I mean, I call I I call them out on our story all the time. I'll like take a screenshot of it and be like, all right, fucker, and then put it on our story. I'm gonna but, do a you know, scam, and I'm gonna I'm gonna like, you're gonna create. To so everyone, there. don't fall for Andrew scams. <laughs> That's bullshit. It's okay, what is your general pondering, Andrew? Right, here's my general pondering. So Wells Fargo this week, a bank that I uh, have used for now, I think I got a bank account when I was seven. Now almost 20 years. That's extensive. Found in a 12-year. Um, scam where they're scamming their customers. Wells Fargo is scamming people. Wells Fargo is scamming people and they were charged How? or fined $1 billion. Um, and so here's my point. Wait, what, what, how did they do this scam? What, did, what were they scamming? Oh, they've, oh, dude, Wells Fargo, I mean, this is only one little part of the shell. So what they're doing is a lot of the times, say an 80-year-old person, just as an example because this is what it was a lot, came into um, Wells Fargo to open a checking account with their uh, their social security money, right? Wells Fargo would say, "Oh, let's we can also open two savings accounts and a credit card for you." And on those, they would charge their monthly fee that was essentially oh. hidden, and they would just lie. They lied about it for a very long time. Now, that's just one of the things they've done. They've done. Please go do your research because this is like filthy stuff. The fact that they are only fined a billion dollars tells you a lot about. Um, what's kind of really maybe really going on in uh, in finance? But anyway, that's beside the point. I think this is a place where crypto can can really do can really fix things. Um, we the point of it is to be decentralized. The point of it is to have accountability built in accountability in terms of transactions. Now there's issues with that. Sometimes it gets hacked. Sometimes people lie. But just the nature of it is a fix for this type of human-made scam that your bank is uh, taking you a ride for. And it's, per it's perfect in a bad way that it was Wells Fargo because they always were the, we're the uh, bank by your house. We're the ones who aren't trying to screw you. And they were right Doing it the board. whole time. So my whole thing is maybe we just, like, I, I agree. I like the decentralization of crypto. Um, I think it's important, but I also think that it, you know, like, as much as our banks are scamming us, like, you guys are also, you know, dropping 50, 50 million on an ICO where the guy runs off to Egypt and posts a South Park meme. Like, you know what I mean? So as much as, like, the decentralization is great, it also also creates opportunities for scams. So my whole thing is, how about we just don't have people be fuckers, right? Like, how about we just don't have people scam people? Right, I, and obviously that's, that's the utopian idea. That's the no, that's, that's Bitcoin. The dream. That's crypto's idea. That's well, not obviously not because there's more scams in crypto. We tried to play, so we tried to to kind of move move the needle a little bit on our listeners for the podcast. Like we want more people to hear us, and we were kind of willing to invest in that and respond. Like we are talking to some sponsors, and you know they're interested as well. So we thought about doing a Facebook advertisement. I sent a, a request to Facebook, and Facebook says no, we don't do anything with cryptocurrency yeah. because there's so many scams out there. So as I, I totally agree with you in the sense that, like, yep, our banks are kind of scummy. But at the same time, like, crypto has such a bad reputation for scamming that I can't even put an ad on Facebook. Yeah, no, okay, I get your point. I get your point there for sure. Um, I just think that, like you said, the future of it, the idea behind it could be the antidote for a lot of this scam stuff. It could make it a lot worse. It really could. But we hope that it doesn't. Here's another thing. Just to clarify how um, tough this market is, 
the market cap now, an hour after recording, is four hundred and four billion. So, so we just dropped all... twenty billion in an hour. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, fuck. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so recent right. update: twenty billion down. So I'm, we're not saying that in one way or the other. We'll probably wake up in the morning and like South Korea will wake up and recover for us. But <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So that's that's interesting. Okay. Well, that sucks. All right. Well. A lot of things to ponder, a lot of things to figure out. Uh, we are going to be uh, recording again this week. We're going to release on Sunday, so make sure you guys join us for that. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, and uh, make sure you subscribe and like and follow and share with people that you think would like it. Um, so with that, thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for coming out, and uh, we hope you have a very uh, great week. Thanks for tuning in to Green Visor, guys. Bye.